0: This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong for for Eric Grossa. Eric, are you ready to do this? Absolutely. All right, let's go. Eric is the president of Suki. They're an organization combating the epidemic of healthcare staff burnout. Eric, tell us a little bit about your personal lives, more about your work, why you do what you do.
1: Well, thanks, George. Um, well, I grew up in New England, uh, but I've been in the West Coast uh, in San Francisco for now over 25 years. And, uh, uh, and you know, personally, I'm married with three teenage kids, which uh, definitely, uh, when combined with my work, keeps me you know, very, very busy. And you know, professionally, you know, what I love doing is building companies that really have you know an impact in ways I can personally relate to and, and uh, that I also believe is really important. And I'm really, really passionate about delivering better healthcare, which is just a massive part of the U.S. economy. It's almost 20 percent of GDP, if you could believe it. It's over four trillion dollars. So, uh, w- when we do a better job in in healthcare, uh, I think we'll have a a really, really big impact in 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 the overall U.S. economy.
0: 20 percent of the U.S. economy is healthcare. I guess that's that is scary, surprise isn't it? Me. But yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And when you think about how how large our economy is uh, and the fact that one out of every five dollars spent is on healthcare, care, um, that's a big opportunity for improvement. A big sandbox, if you will.
0: Yeah. Has it always been roughly 20 or is that number exploding?
1: Um, well, it's it's. It's crept up and it's and it's it's, um, it's now as I mentioned over almost twenty percent, but uh, it hasn't always started there. But that's uh, where, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, where it's trending.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciate that, and I'm sure that there's lots of good things to go along with that, but probably a lot of bad things that are going along with that too. And um, you had shared with me in advance of our of our time today that that this healthcare staff burnout and it's a horrible problem. If you would tell us a little bit about that.
1: Sure. And this was, this was an issue that's becoming worse and worse, even before um, COVID hit, um, which is just doctors um, feeling increasingly um, burnt out. And this isn't something that happens occasionally. About half of doctors are are, are telling us that burnout is a really, really significant issue. Um, and that is um, a real, a real, a real, real, real problem, and and what it's doing, amongst other things, is is um, it's making it really, really difficult for doctors to to really um, um, engage. They're feeling burnt out, um, massively stressed out, and it's to the point where almost eighty percent of physicians don't rem- don't recommend being doctors to their own kids. Um, I always thought of being a physician as a noble profession and something that oftentimes um, gets passed down from generation to generation that is definitely not occurring as much anymore. And that's having, um, you know, really, really um, challenging and and potentially um, burdensome impacts on the overall sort of um, healthcare environment, because what uh, a lot of, um, a lot of uh, agencies are now predicting is a, is a doctor shortage. So over the next 10 years, um, there's going to be a shortage of anywhere from 50 to over 100,000 doctors. Um, so when it's as big a part of the, of the economy as it is in the United States, um, you know that's a really, really big problem that we're trying to
0: solve at Suki. No doubt about it. Burned out, that's a term that we casually throw around. What does that really mean? Well,
1: one way to think about it, if you put, your, if, if you put um, yourself in the shoes of a doctor now, uh, we all see how busy they are during the day. But one pretty crazy statistic, George, is that uh, physicians now spend two hours of administrative work on top of every hour they spend with patients. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is basically a recipe for burnout when you're essentially doing two jobs as a doctor: the you know the, the job you were trained for, uh, which is taking care of patients, and then um, you know the quote-unquote night shift, uh, where you're basically handing all the documentation requirements requirements that your healthcare system is is asking of you to basically you know manage all those patients that you're seeing from an administration standpoint. So you take you know two hours of admin work on top of what you're doing during the day and that's a recipe for feeling pretty stretched.
0: Yeah I don't think that if you had just applied that to any field in the field of of baking, for every hour of baking, you have to do two hours of of compliance. Where I could be like, you know, baking sucks. Now I used to really like uh, making cakes, but now I'm not interested in doing that anymore. Yeah, so, and,
1: and and we think about you know, um, uh, you know medical school uh, residencies, all the, the the training that doctors spend on 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 to become physicians and to take care of patients you know, there's not that type of training on all the administrative side of things. Um, so it's not what doctors are trained to do. It's not what they want to do. So what we want to do is to massively reduce the, that administrative burden, which in turn will make doctors a lot less stressed out, which means they will be a lot burned out, which a lot less burned out and uh, much more productive and much happier with their patients and, you know, with what they're doing.
0: Yeah. It seems that, uh, Again, every single one of us, if we can remove the stuff that we don't really enjoy doing and that we hate doing, specific, certainly, and we can focus all of our time and our energy on the parts of our job and our lives that we do like, then that is a recipe for success. Versus the one that we're on, the path that we're on, which is disaster. A shortage of fifty, a hundred thousand doctors. That is, that's 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 crazy. How many doctors are there in the, are there in the United States now?
1: Oh, I'd probably have to get you that. I don't know offhand. Um, You know, I just know that, you know, 50, you just look at the number on the outset, 50, 100,000 doctors, you know, that is a pretty significant shortfall. And what that does is it's going to make this burnout situation unless we fix it even worse. Right. So imagine, Mm -hmm. imagine having this kind of documentation burden and having a lot fewer doctors to do it. So the whole system is going to become even more stretched. So it's a, um, um it's it's definitely um it's definitely an epidemic. And I don't use that word lightly, especially um in the environment that we're in currently.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. So the remedy, it's so so what does Suki do?
1: Sure. Well, think of Suki as basically like a voice-enabled mobile first type of technology that really streamlines how doctors interact with technology at work. Um, think of Suki as like of an alexa or a siri for doctors so patient narratives documentation scheduling all the administrative stuff that we're talking about is is so much easier when doctors can use their voice um, instead of having to always type into a keyboard so it's a huge productivity helper Um, with suki doctors complete uh you know notes and other tasks um, over 70 percent faster Um, and because suki's mobile um, they can handle those administrative responsibilities from everywhere or from anywhere excuse me um, instead of always being chained or tethered to a to a computer uh, so that's um, a pretty significant advantage you know they can they can handle their administrative needs while walking down a hallway to their next uh to their next appointment or they can do it while walking their dog or doing their dishes or watching their kids soccer game or or um, um, you know away from work as well so it really frees up um not only um uh, it helps them get everything done quicker, but it also uh, allows them to do it in a much more flexible location than what they're typically used to doing. Yeah, that
0: certainly makes sense. What, and I, I'm just, what, what is the documentation? What are the different kinds of documentations that these physicians are are having to make?
1: Sure. Well, we work with over a hundred um, healthcare systems over like two or three dozen specialties. So it really depends on what type of um, doctor you are. If you're a, Um, you know, a cardiologist or a surgeon that's very different than from being a general practitioner. Um, And and, but each each um, each patient encounter has documentation needs um, that needs to be coded and handled a certain way in order for um, uh, doctors to complete their compliance obligations, as well as um, what insurance companies ask for them to in terms of uh, documentation in order to um, um, handle payment. So this is all the work and then there's also obviously the the scheduling piece of this too which can be pretty um pretty significant we all see um, firsthand how how busy doctors are so this type of um you know uh, patient narratives and documentation and scheduling is all a big part of um why doctors are now spending you know 2 hours for every 2 hours of uh, documentation for every 1 hour of of um, of of, of patient encounters so that's the that's the part that we're attacking and we want to make much more efficient um using suki and
0: using voice and using mobile yeah just the patient care part the whole healthcare part of uh medicine of making sure that hey i just saw patient john and you know we he's having this this issue and so we talked about doing this and talked about this prescription and we're going to see him again in three months that alone is certainly time-consuming but then you mix in all the other important administrative compliance items that are required by law probably and then are necessary to make sure that all the money is going where it's supposed to it's a lot yeah
1: so just imagine what you were just saying right there how quickly you just said it now imagine having to type it having to think it making sure it's in the right spot right that's how the productivity can just um be so frustrating for for physicians when they're. When they're inter, um, uh, inputting this into their um, into their healthcare systems, voice is so much easier, um, and we're seeing that in the consumer space too. I mean, think about how um, you know Siri or Alexa is increasingly how just um, uh, ordinary people or, or regular people are just interacting with technology. So we want to bring that convenience uh, to to doctors, and that's uh, really what we're about.
0: And how is it being received?
1: Oh, doctors love it. You know, they, and it's not surprising because, uh, they can use, um, you know, their voice to, instead of, instead of having to be tethered to a, to a keyboard and they they can do it so much more flexibly and, in, and, uh, anywhere they want, instead of having to do it, um, you know, in their office at home or, or being stuck at work. So it really is, uh, um, a platform that helps them, um, immensely. And that's the kind of, uh, feedback that we're getting from, from the physicians that are, that are working with us.
0: And the insurance companies and the other parties.
1: Well, the insurance companies and the healthcare systems also really, really like us because um, all the documentation, um, because we make it so much easier, is also being done that much more accurately. So, in terms of um, in terms of uh, um, accuracy of, of documentation um, and coding, that's also much better as well. So, the insurance companies love it because it's accurate as well as the, as well as the healthcare administrators that oversee the hospitals and and, and care facilities where the doctors work. So this is really a situation where um, everybody's happier and everyone wins. Um, When this type of work can be done more efficiently and also more accurately, um, there's benefits across the whole ecosystem.
0: Yeah, and I imagine you probably tried or have quantified what those benefits really are from a time-saving perspective a mental health perspective a longevity and a sustainability perspective we want our doctors to be happy and healthy and to be working as opposed to retiring and no new doctors coming in
1: it, it, you said it well and and you know as I mentioned before uh, you know at least what we're seeing is is the productivity improvements for um doctors that use Suki are really really significant I mean they're completing their notes their patient narratives Uh, all their administrative tasks um, over 70% faster than what they were doing it before. Just think Mm -hmm. about that. That's a huge um, productivity improvement. And remember, this is basically taking reducing that burden that the doctors don't want to do. So what does that mean? What that means is doctors can spend more time with individual patients and also see more patients. So the ripple effect of that is scheduling is a lot easier. I'm sure all of us, yourself included, have been frustrated about how long it can sometimes take to just make an even appointment to see a doctor. Um, So this will um, help with that as well. So again, I think it's one of those those, uh, situations that when... This type of burden is 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 addressed and relieved for doctors, um, patients, healthcare systems, insurers. Everybody benefits, and especially the doctor, which is what we're about. We're about helping the doctor first and foremost.
0: One of those win wins where it almost sells itself, but almost is probably the operative term. Eric, what is the pushback that uh, you get?
1: well you know it's it's um the pushback when people actually use the platform really isn't there really isn't any our net promoter scores are 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 are, are extremely really high um and and uh, over 60 and people really really the doctors really really like it in terms of pushback um you know I think there's always um, uh um, you know the 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 reality of of learning something new right mm. which is which is especially when you're stretched to the limit. Um, you know, doctors sometimes need to be reminded that, uh, um, you know, just doing the thing, doing, doing things the way they've been doing it, um, making a small investment to, to massively improve, um, uh, how they do things is, 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 is a step worth taking, but you have to take that first step. And, uh, um, you know, so that, so sometimes it takes a little convincing to do that, but once people try it, that's when they're hooked
0: yeah that makes sense. and i I imagine anytime a hospital system is making a decision about a new software or decision it's 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 never an easy one because it does require time and implementation and learning and everything else that goes along with that. So
1: sure sure, yeah, you you said it well. I mean healthcare um, is famous for having what's called really long sales cycles. so and the reason why um you know sales cycles are long is that you need a lot of people um in the room you know to uh to approve um a platform like suki you, you need you need the um the doctors and the doctor representatives like the chief medical officer endorsing it you need um uh, you need the, the 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 finance team to uh confirm that the productivity improvements really are significant um there's the i.t folks that need to um, um approve it as well from a, from a from a security and compliance standpoint so There's a lot of heads in the room and, you know, that, that means time. But again, once, um, what's that, once that's complete, um, the benefits really are, really are massive.
0: Yeah. Makes sense. Love it. Well, Eric, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you and how can they engage with Suki? Sure.
1: Um, just go to www.suki.ai to learn all um, there is to know about about Suki, um, how to um, uh, contact one of our representatives and learn more and get started. I um, highly recommend you do that.
0: Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Eric your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. If you have a physician in your life or a hospital administrator, somebody's working in healthcare, certainly pass this along to them as well. Go to Suki, S-U-K-I dot A-I and check out everything we've been talking about and see if it's a good fit for you and your organization. Thanks again, Eric.
1: Thank you so much, George. I really appreciate you having me.
0: And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.